welcome to Step Up Nigeria's podcast. Our podcast is an initiative built to foster a transparent and equitable society by actively engaging and empowering citizens to fight corruption and demand quality services and public goods. I'm your host, Vanessa Emadi. Thank you for joining us. Having measures that promote integrity in schools is a brilliant way to curb academic and admissions dishonesty. But is it a factor that is considered in the day-to-day running of a school? This is our main topic today, and I have invited three school heads who have successfully implemented these measures. We will talk about the advantages and disadvantages they've encountered, while also addressing the broader question of whether schools should indeed embrace integrity measures as a fundamental part of their principles. I'm excited for you to meet my guests, and I'll let them introduce themselves. Well, my name is uh, Mr. Aldu John. I'm the principal of Porterfield Academy, Guagualada. I'm Mrs. Grace Shalom from Beto International School. And my name is Mr. Benjamin Aaron, the principal in Banja First Global School, Kubwa, here in Abuja. It's great to have you all here. I'm particularly fascinated about today's topic, and I know our listeners will learn a lot from this. So let's get right into it. Starting with Madam Shalom. Is integrity an important factor to have in schools? Integrity is quite fundamental. It's a fundamental value in any educational environment. Why? Because it instills uh, the principles of honesty, respect, trust, and responsibility into the learners. And this will in turn help the students to get knowledge and skill they need for their future life and career is quite fundamental. If this is missing at any point in life, you see an adult uh, uh, behaving like a baby or doesn't know what to do at a time. So this is quite important in any school setting because the learners we are dealing with, they have a future, they have decisions to make, they have responsibility to discharge ahead of them. So this is still honesty, the value of respect for others, tolerance, trust, and, resp- and taking responsibility, whether negative or uh, positive, to their actions. This will instill this in them, and uh, uh, it will help them to grow to a mature and uh, a reasonable and responsible adult. So this is quite important in school. Integrity is quite important in schools. Thank you, Madam Shalom. Let me hear from Mr. Benjamin. Please go ahead, sir. Well, um, integrity is very important in schools in the sense that uh, honesty is what everybody is clamoring for in life. And when we get it wrong in school, we have got it wrong in the whole society. I believe in schools with, when somebody passes out, we normally say in character and in learning. When you, when you get the learning and you don't get the character, you are off. So, honesty, integrity, spring for anything you can think of in this world. So that's why it's good to clamor for it, and uh, the schools should make it a must that they still integrate honesty in the life of every student. Without that, we are just there for a joke. And uh, the generation we are seeing now, where they don't want to work, where they want everything to be done to them. If we don't instill integrity in schools, we, we get somewhere 
where the whole society will be blamed and uh, we cannot find it funny. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Benjamin. Your thoughts, Mr. John? Okay, thank you so much. To the same line with uh, my colleagues that made their own uh, contribution on the point whether integrity should be an important factor in any school. You know, it doesn't even start with the school first. It begins with the owner of the school or people that run or pilot the affairs of the school. Individuals generally are supposed to be known as people of integrity. You know, there's a popular saying that you cannot give what you, what you don't have. You give what you have. So integrity should be a lifestyle of every individual. Then when such individual is given the opportunity to serve or to run an organization, run a school, then integrity has become the watchword of such a school. Now, there's no point trying to gainsay that integrity is not important. The truth of the whole thing is that integrity should be an integral part of any school. Why? Because the school breeds the younger generations, starting from kindergarten to nursery to primary and then to secondary. These stages are very fundamental. For instance, children stay with the teachers in school from morning to two o'clock, some people to four o'clock, some people in the boarding house spend three months in school and come back to spend maybe less than a month with their uh, parents. So if the school misses this integrity we are talking about, then the society is what is in danger. On this note, it is very crucial, very vital that every school should uphold integrity, which in turn will produce a society where integrity has become the watchword. And that is why I, at any point in time, I make sacrifice to patronize a step up uh, Nigeria because of their global vision. Although it started from somewhere, it is like the journey of a thousand miles begin with a, a step. So if we get it right from the scratch level where we are, which is cool, then every matter is set. So I want to categorically still uh, re-emphasize that integrity is an important factor in schools. Although we discovered that in our society, some people open the school for illegal means of making money. It doesn't matter. No matter what happened here, people got results in dishonest way. People do anything. They believe money is everything. But money cannot take the place of uh, integrity. So in a nutshell, integrity is important in school. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. John. That was a really valuable thing that you said about integrity being something that everybody possesses and not just 
left behind. So, sir, I'd like to ask, what measures have you put in place in your school to promote integrity? Well, there are several factors. But let me begin with the admission process. That is number one. In my school, it is a policy that no matter whether you are highly placed or you are low placed, irrespective of your status, you must pass through the admission process of writing the entrance exam. And then it is the exam that qualifies you whether you should be admitted or not. Like in our primary section, two days ago, a parent brought a child that was to go to primary four. But when the child passed through the admission process, we discovered that the child, the capacity does not worth going to primary four. And we made it very clear. And the father said that, that the child has to still repeat uh, primary three. And the father, he, he asked why we explained. The father said, for this reason, he had no any iota of doubt that the child should repeat. Something happened again about uh, five, uh, three, to, uh, uh, three to four years ago. One of the VCs of, uh, of uh, one university in, Ab in Abuja here, I don't want to mention the name of the school for security reasons, where my proprietress was a professor in the university. He came with his uh, with uh, her boss that the VC's uh, two children, and said, and the VC was there, and they say, uh, principal, I would have prefer you admitted them without uh, passing through the due process. I know these children will be very good, but I know you will not agree. I say, ma, with all due respect, uh, they have no. I know I have to be polite now to my boss. I say, well, with all due respect, they have to pass through the same thing that all other people pass through. And to shock you, we discover that after passing through this thing, the children were nowhere to be found academically. We had to look for a remedial way or have to bring them up. In admission process, we ensure that we give admission to people on the basis of merit not on the basis of the status of the parents. Then secondly, it is also a policy in our school that examination malpractice is a taboo. For instance, in our terminal exams, promotion exams, it's a policy that we have been hammering that if by any means you are found involving in examination malpractice, one of the consequences, number one, is that will be brought out on the general assembly and the situation will be announced to all the children. In my own school, we use a, a cane, but wisely. Maybe we'll be given two, three, four strokes of cane. Then number two, the child will have F9 in that subject, irrespective of what has happened. And then number three, the parent will be involved will be invited and briefed, and the ball will be set rolling that the child will have F9, that subject, so that it will not raise an eyebrow. On this note, students know 
that there's no room for examination malpractice. Even when they are writing the exam, the space, JS1, JS3, SS1, they are the people writing and saying you they sit in between. There's no room to ask questions because the person that you sit by your side is not in the same class with you. And then also, my director put it, he called all of us, the management staff. He told us that he would prefer to turn his school to a hotel where people use as a lodging center instead of turning to examination malpractice. That if examination malpractice is discovered in the external exam at any point in time, the principal loses his seat and whosoever that is uh, involved. So that has become a serious matter that nobody goes to that uh, area. And then on the side of the teachers, they know already. In fact, uh, if there is need for extra lesson, for one-on-one extra lesson, it must pass through the principal head, especially the secondary school base, even to the primary. The teacher has no right of any form to initiate extra lesson. If we discover that there's a need through the assessment the school authority, the principal head, will invite the parent and they will discuss. And then they will come to a point that this person needs extra attention. Then the school, the school authority will look at the teacher that has the capacity who can remedy the situation and give that assignment. And the teacher has no right to, be, to have any negotiation with the parent. It's already fixed. If it is 5,000, for such assignment is 5,000. And when it is time, they will pay the school, the principal, and the principal will give to the teacher in question to avoid any kind of uh, favoritism, any act that will jeopardize the integrity standard of the school. And such money is paid when the work is perfectly done. We to provide that it is uh, done. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Madam Shalom, please go ahead. What measures have you put in place to promote integrity in your school? So we do uh, what we call active tests for you coming into your school so that we know your ability and you are trying to parents accordingly. What another thing we do is that we finish our school, we get the students to be involved. Thank you so much, Madam Shalom. Mr. Benjamin, please let's hear from you. Yes, in exams, that's the same procedure we take. Each classes different classes sitting together. So there's no way for you to ask the other person, what is this or what is that? And uh, we normally sit in the same room because we have a big hall in our place. So that gives zero tolerance to exam practices. But in our own, by admission, in fact, through, uh, before you go into, uh, before you be admitted into the school, you will follow the same process by writing the uh, actual test and the rest of the test we want to conduct on you. And then when you we get you admitted, you used to set a day which uh, we do set, uh, orientation for the new students. And in that day of orientation, we will spell out to you our do's and don'ts, your expectations, the way you conduct yourself in the school. And we give you a handbook which you will sign before the before your parents, because we make sure we invite the parents to come. So that if there's any way they will say no to what we read out, they still have the chance to say, let me take my child back home. 
So after doing that, then they will sign that uh, 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 book given to them. When they sign it, then they will start school there. And when they start, what do we do? Because we are faith-based school. We have a man of God, a pastor there, who will be you know, teaching them on morals, you know, preaching the word of God to them. And also we have a, a teacher there who on every morning must tell them all that it takes to be morally upright, to be honest, to instill integrity, and they do everything to do what? To make sure that they live uprightly. So these are the measures we want to we have been taking and that have been helping us thus far. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Benjamin. Thank you so much. Even just from what you've said so far, our listeners are already getting a lot of info that they can implement in their school, especially for school owners listening. I picked from what Mr. John said about informing parents when their students are involved in exam or practice. And I just letting them know that, okay, your child is going to score F9 in this particular subject that he cheated or whether it was a minor malpractice or a, <laughs> or a big malpractice. F9 is the rule and parents are aware. So zero tolerance and that is very important. Teachers, parents and students are aware that if you do this, there are consequences. And it's also good that these consequences are not just verbal, but they are, they are written, they are stated in a place where people can see and know that if I do this, this is this is the sanction that I will get for that. Mr. Benjamin mentioned orientation to, to new students, and I like that. So you're not just giving this orientation to your students. Everybody that wants to be admitted into the school, get orientated, like know what we're about. So you know these values are not for you. You can carry your child and go. It's really good that you're stating this stage to parents and students beforehand so that they know that this is what your school is about. Thank you so much for that. But I would like to find out, starting with Mr. Benjamin, have you had any negative experiences since you started implementing integrity measures in your school? Yes, I had so many experiences. One, there was one student that uh, jumped fence and uh, I reported the matter to the parents. And uh, to me, I, it seems that some uh, teachers went to share him. And when I discovered, they were telling the parents not to go, uh, that uh, they would settle the matter with me. And uh, I know if uh, I allow such a thing, another student will do the same. So I invited the parents to come. In fact, when the father said this, I said, OK, come with your wife. And uh, they, at a point, they said they're not coming. So I have to tell the school bo- uh, driver, bus driver, to take the child to the house. Uh, and uh, I instructed the vice principal to follow him so that immediately enter the gate. Let him call the, the parents so that they will be aware the boy has come back. And at a point, when they discover that I'm not uh, lending the pushing what. Uh, the punishment I want to melt on him, they have to come. And uh, I told him that uh, they have to do one or two things for me. And they asked me what. They said, um, I told them to write an undertaking that such a thing will not happen. And if it happens, I will spare the, will, then the school will spare the young man. 
And uh, they did that. And uh, I told them to go with the boy for two weeks. So after month I told him it must be two weeks. And uh, when he went, after the two weeks, in fact, when the boy came back, he was like a new person. So this is one of the experiences I got. Okay, thank you, Mr. Benjamin. Mr. John, please go ahead. I want to share two key experiences. Number one, there was a time a student were admitted into the school in SS2 started misbehaving, doing some of those uh, dubious things. Then the disciplinary committee met and took a decision. Then the parent just walked in because she had money and started facing the chairman of the disciplinary committee. I don't know how the child briefed her, say all sorts of things. So at the uh, it came to a point, even threatening to fight the vice uh, principal, thinking that money would be everything. When, he, when she finished her drama, because she called herself chief, we decided that's okay. Uh, the school fees she paid for that time, we returned the school fees to, to her and then give the child a letter of uh, expulsion. She was shocked with the bone marrow because there was no case. If it's the school fees, it was already returned and the child was uh, expelled. So that served as a serious uh, deterrent for the other student that the school does not tolerate that. So at times when we are trying to enforce this uh, integrity measure, there are some parents that try to support their, their children. Even in that meeting, because the boy was big, the woman ordered the boy to come and slap the principal, that she was the one giving the, uh, the vice principal, I mean, sorry, that he, she was the one giving the boy the order. The teacher had the teachers on ground were mad at the matter, but I were able to calm them and we did the needful. The second experience, because our students know that the exam, the exam you write it yourself. When there's some like uh, some few students, when when it is about uh, the time for registration. One or two or three are few that cannot write the exam. They say no matter the effort we have put in place, we we'll just go to a, a nearby center to to register. I think we have had such experience up to two times. Like this year, one of the students said no, and every and the child did thought them, but part of thought them refused to register and went and registered in another school. They know we have the quality and everything, but the confidence is not there. And because of that, we cannot bend and say, okay, for us to accommodate all, let's try to look for a, a shortcut. Actually, when one is taking this decision and major, definitely there are some challenges. But let me just uh, stop at these few, these two experiences that I have just shared with us. Thank you. I want to commend Mr. John, the fact that you decided to return the school fees. Not many schools will do that. So you decided to return the school fees and not only returning the school fees, then 
expelling the child. And I know that that would definitely serve as a lesson to other children that if you go this route that this child went, this is how it will end. It was a very important message that you passed there. But one thing that I can point out from all of this is that somehow the intermittent measures can also lead to loss of students. And that is one thing that will scare many school owners. School is not a non-profit, let's be honest. It's not a non-profit organization. You are there to also make profit. But now school owners have to consider building character or making money, which is more important. And how can we mesh the two? How can we build character at the same time, maintain profits? So if you can speak on this, Mr. John, I would love to hear from you and other school owners who want to know how to go about that. Thank you, sir. Well, just as you rightly said, a good name is better than silver and good. Initially, you will lose uh, students. But when people know the same people you are losing will be the same people that will spread your story. And then in the later time, you discover that you have more than uh, enough. I think in our meeting, I shared an experience. When I was uh, transferred to my new school, where I am the principal, the children, uh, some were misbehaving. There were some set of lawlessness. The student will be telling the teacher, if you don't mellow down, we will fail your subject and they will sack you. And then I took my stand. I say I ha- I had something before the school authority uh, identified it and then promoted me. I prefer to be sacked to dance to the stand of the, to the music of the students. When they discovered that my stand, there was no going back, they readjusted. Even some parents that withdrew their children because of some of those uh, lawless behavior of the children. And by that, I think the number of the students were, I think they were about uh, 70-something uh, students. So the, the information that, ah, the principal doesn't tolerate nonsense. So the principal is majority return their children. Today, we are counting about 400 uh, students in the school. So it is better you lose the bad egg and then uh, you get good ones. I think about a year, I think a year ago, I guess. Something happened, just as rightly said. Uh, about six students misbehave, and what they did was very bad. And you know, we and parents were waiting because definitely the, the children will go home and tell their children, their parents, look at what and what and what happened uh, uh, in school. And all of them were boys, six boys. We went to the director, because if you tell him that we should expel the six at once, he will see it because the school is about 260 something thousand. It will be very colossal on his side. But we will weigh this thing with the disciplinary committee. If a prompt measures were not taken, more than 10, 15 students will not resume. So we weigh in between. And then we told him, okay, sir, look at what we are going to do. Because of this, we are going to debut 
these students. But it is a style way of uh, 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 expelling them. How can a parent that uh, stays in Lokoja, though that stayed uh, in town, in Kaduna, will be bringing the child from home to enter? Then uh, we didn't tell him the details. He felt maybe those children are within. So, and stylishly, we uh, we expelled them in disguise. And then when the children went home and told their parents the stand that the school took, some came and congratulated the school that because of this stand, we know that the school doesn't tolerate the evil. And what we were afraid of did not happen. So actually, if even if you are not the owner of the school, but you are the principal of the school, you should be able to have ways the way you put the thing to your director that you will understand it because you are the bridge between the school and the parents. So initially it will not be easy, but I want to say that schools should ensure, even if they lose some students because of some things, in the later days, things will go away and they will recommend you. But if you compromise those things, in the later, the work goes up, must come down. It will say what what you are trying to protect, you are going to lose all. I think this is what I want to say on this particular matter. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. John, for elaborating on that. So, Mr. Benjamin, there are challenges that schools face on a day-to-day basis. So, how can integrity measures combat those challenges? Okay, I think uh, the school is facing a lot of challenges. I think uh, one of the most Difficult challenges we are facing is the home of bringing up these children. Many children, they came from different homes with different characters. Some were well-trained, some were not. So when they come to school, some who are not well-trained would like to, you know, pass it to their peers. And it has been a, a very big issue. There are many of them who are very rude. When you talk to them, they will behave as if no one is talking to them. So it has been an, an issue. And again, this issue of adolescence, you know, at this point, we call it stress time and in the life of every child. A child wants to test everything. It's an issue. So these are issues which every school is battling to make sure that they are able to, in fact, curtail it. And also, also, these different uh, behaviors from children, many of them are very good in doing something bad. It has become part and parcel of them. So anywhere they go, they go with it. So, and also influence of peer group. These are issues. And uh, lastly, globalization. You know, in our days, our mother, our parents used to tell us stories. And we key into that story because we believe that whatever they are saying is from God. But these days, with one button pressed on the phone, they can access the whole world. These have exposed them to the world that whenever you are saying something, already they are doing another thing because they are learning it from the internet and there are many other things. So I remember a story between me and my daughter. She came out back one day, was asking me to do one homework for her. And uh, the question, I don't know how to express this to her. So I was trying to dodge it. I said, sir, daddy, what are you doing? My teacher have already told me, even my friends, they have already told me, they enlightened me. But I just want to make sure, uh, to be sure that I hear from you. 
So this has been an issue. It's a challenging, a, a very big challenge we do face in the school. But what we do as school head is to make sure that we, because not every child we you know participates in all of this. We use the the good ones at least to correct the bad ones. Whether when they do it, you will see a way where you can curtail it, copy totally, or in fact tell them the need for them to live that way and follow the right way. That is the measures we are taking. Like personally, there is a, um, I, I, there's a one slogan I use in this. I used to tell them, who are the friends of principal? And the friends of principals, I tell them, those ones that will not come to my office for one thing or the other, you know, something like um, um, they have committed one uh, offense or the other. If you don't come to my place in a term, I used to give them something. So they, all of them, sometimes they are strife. And then those ones who have been coming are the regular offenders. So just what we need to do as school professors is just get into them, know them one by one, by their names, and continue talking to them. With that, we, we're still integrating them, and many of them will change for good. Thank you very much. Well, I think uh, one of the challenges that the school faces is unwillingness on the side of uh, of uh, the students to learn because everybody wants to pass through the shortcuts and you know in nigeria as a whole uh, people believe so much on the emphasis on paper qualification but not what you can do provided you have the paper qualification, whether you have the capacity to back it up or or not, is one of the challenges. Then, another thing again we discover is that in the society where we are, people see bad things as the right thing and see the right thing as the wrong thing. For instance, if you go to office and then you sign the exact time, you are an enemy of some people because we are blocking their ways. So now, uh, in the society where we are, when you want to do the right thing, people mock you. People do some, even in the class. It takes integrity for something to happen and one of the students will just get up and tell you the exact thing. The others will see the person as an enemy. Might that nickname as the pastor, Mr. Righteous, and what have you. These are part of the things we also we also see. Then also we discover that let's even take the economic situation we are facing in Nigeria as a result of the fuel subsidy uh, remover. You know, people's means of income are very limited. There's no salaries are no longer enough. People can do anything, even in the academic uh, field, in order to make a uh, quick money and so on and so forth. But I think with this integrity measure, we discover that people can be encouraged that no matter what you pass through, good, no matter how people look at you, good name is better than silver and then good. We can explain. Just, you know, some of the books people brought to 
our school to share to when you have program with a just two, just one, another. Those stories at the end, sometimes when a child wants to misbehave, it will be ringing bells. So we can use this integrity program to encourage people that it is good to be a person of uh, integrity and the student as well. And then with the with the help of this integrity major, just as I cited an instance of a parent that ignored the child's advice and came pay the school fees and all that, the child will know that there are no other ways that hard work pays. So what role can parents play to complement integrity measures? So not just parents, we have government, we have um, teachers. What role can they play to complement integrity measures that the schools already have? The truth of the whole thing is that the school is like the umbrella that houses all the other dependents, parents, students, teachers, and what have you. So uh, when the school defines how it should be run and then the dimension of the integrity that should be upheld, so parents should be able to cooperate because when the school says this is how we want to go and the parent does not cooperate and then tell the child to do the opposite, just as I cited an instance, that the parent will be telling the child, the child will expect to stand up and, and slap the, prince, the vice principal. You know it's already a problem. So I think the parent to help us. You know, there was a parent in the Joseph concluded the exam. We have been working on the child, but the child will be giving excuses. He dogged this, this, the parent was then the, the child now told the parent, uh, I don't want to register for WAEC in Potter's Field. I want to go to the, the mother said, but I know this school you are talking about is uh it's a public, it's a miracle center. The child says, yes, okay, don't worry. The, the mother by court, the child, came to the school, pay for the registration, uh, pay registration fee for the child, and pay for second and third term uh, uh, school fees, and went back and says, daughter, this is where you are going to write the exam. Chapter close. And the child wrote the exam. When he, she discovered that she didn't have any other option, she sat down, wrote the exam. As a matter of fact, the child had A1 in mathematics and then the other this thing. So I think parents need to cooperate with the school. Even if their child has told you any, look at it, you know some, parents, some of the parents these days, some of the children these days, because they want to have their way, and they are dodging this integrity major that we are trying to instill in them. Some will go home and tell their parents lies. But a parent that is honesty and uh, that is honest and then uh, told the line of integrity needs to come to the school, look at what and what and what and what to verify the truth. So I think parents need to cooperate with the school. Since I became the principal of uh, my school, 
When I tell any students, this matter must be done. And they know I, I have a good relationship with the parents. Whatever I tell the parents, they know it is from the authentic and true side of the story. So the parents, facts are already there. So I don't have much issues with parents. If parents cooperate with the school, we can achieve results. Then on the side of the teachers, the teachers must do the same thing. Because if the teacher do not cooperate, it looks like somebody is building and then another person is pulling down. The art of sabotage, you know, like Nigeria, we have good policies. But the problem we have is the implementations. And the teachers are part of the executive arm that implement those uh, policies. At the management level, say this, 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 somebody has to implement what is decided from the management level. So teachers also are very vital. When we don't get teachers, and that's why at the management level, we don't treat teachers like uh, trashes. They are very vital. I was given a, a, a particular uh, analysis. I said, look, if the owner of the school puts gigantic structures and then students are not there, teachers will not be employed. So the relationship is intertwined. The teachers are very important. The management are very important. The parents are very important. And then on the final note, government is also very important. A single policy from government can shatter every other thing. Let me just take an instance from this COVID-19 period that government say all schools should be shut down. No matter what you say is of no use because the, the government issue what a directive. So if government put policies in place that encourage integrity and see the need that the way the society is, there's need for the children to be caught. There's a caption, catch them young. And put policy that will help the school to operate and implement integrity measure, I think we'll have a better society. Thank you so much, Mr. John. Step Up Nigeria has the integrity certification program that helps school improve their academic admission and also help them mitigate malpractices of any form of any kind. You have all participated in this program, so would you recommend it and why? Let me hear from yes. Benjamin. Please go ahead. Yes, uh, very well. I will recommend it. And uh, why I should recommend is that, uh, you know, when you know where you are, you are coming from or what you are, you will put you into check. Let me give you one example. When I was in Benue, I used to go to church very well. And um, they used to call me pastor. So whenever I, in fact, anything, when I want to do anything negatively, I remember the name that are calling me and uh, I will restrain from that. So when we are certified now, and uh, we are way that we are, we are part of the integrity test, it will be a watchword for us to, you know, press on inculcating that integrity to others. So I believe that it is very important for any school because when you know you are, in, in fact, certified, uh, you know, member of an integrity group, I think it will give you a, just a boost to make sure that you don't do anything negatively. Either allow your school to indulge in exam practices or indulge in uh, this uh, rac uh, admission racketing or whatever, you will be 
on your own watch world because nobody is monitoring you, monitor yourself. What I'm doing is it in compliance with the integrity test given to me? This will be a check, and I recommend it for every school, more especially my school. Thank you, Mr. Benjamin. Let me hear from Madam Shalom. Please go ahead, ma. This is, this is a very good way forward for this program to be introduced to schools, and I will love to introduce it to the around me. Like you have rightly said, school is a perfect meeting venture. So, so many people went into the business because of what they can do. So, I think this will help because you know they are the level whereby you can't just speak to them, you can't just talk to them because you feel that, oh, I have to go, I'm a school now. So if the school owner can do this, then you wonder the teacher under them and the student under them. So I think this is a very good way forward to rebrand our education sector. I think I can recommend the Step Up Nigeria and the Integrity Program or their packages to people with boldness and with my shoulders uh, being high. Number one, by God's grace, I am a born-again child of God. And then there's a popular saying that a bird of a feather flock together. When I see people doing running the same vision that will help for the better, betterment of the society, and then eternity as well, we didn't include religion, but the, the, my religion buys the idea. Honestly speaking, I like Step Up Nigeria. When we, when we came back from the last program we had, I went to my school proprietor. I said, sir, this program, we need to, I will make arrangement that these people will come and give orientation to the teachers also. That it will not, no longer only the principal hearing it. We have three schools. And I think we will know our three schools, Christ Academy, Potterfield, and then Shepherd Food. Also talk much about the code. We didn't have code of conduct for parents, but with the program, he gave me go ahead. With time, when we have our program, if we have the privilege to have your organization to talk to the teachers in the three school at once, I will be very grateful. Even when we come to your program, the way the programs are packaged is very important. So I think since the program is talking about how to build a nation that is full of integrity to have a better society, I think I can recommend the, the, the program to all and sundry at any point in time. Thank you. Thank you all for sharing your experiences and for providing great insights into practical benefits that come with integrating integrity measures in the school system. And that's all the time that we have for today. We hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. It can be found on all podcasting platforms. So please share the link with friends and family. To keep up with all our activities at Step Up Nigeria, kindly follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and threads at step underscore up underscore Nigeria, on LinkedIn at Step Up for Social Development and Empowerment in Nigeria, on Facebook at Step Up Nigeria, on TikTok at Step Up Nigeria TV, on YouTube at Step Up TV. Till next time, I'm your host, Vanessa Emadi. Goodbye.